previously on Live at 605. Missing teeth, dresses catching on fire. My hair catching on fire. Oh my God. You falling in a bathtub. Yeah. Trying to buy mini drums for my drummer and my band. John Mallon. And Val Gomez. Live 605. Amazing. Coming to you live from beautiful downtown Toronto. This is season 23, episode 9 of Live at 605. And we have another doozy for you this week. <laughs> Doesn't uh, doozy mean something negative? No, I think doozy is just like something crazy. Oh, right. I mean, we could ask Siri later what doozy means. <laughs> yeah. But uh, I think this is the greatest scene, season continues. And we got an epic mm-hmm. uh, vacation trip that we went on this, Impromptu. this week. Impromptu. Impromptu, where we went to a legendary... Uh, TV site and saw a legendary band and did a lot more. So absolutely, we should jump right into it. But before we do, why don't you give out your contact information, how people can find you, all the above. What what uh, where can they get you? Well, you definitely want to follow me on Instagram. It's Val Gomez twenty three because all of the video content from this episode is on my feed. Really? Yes. And you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram. I am at Malencamp. And then uh, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, Live605. You can mm-hmm. find all of us, uh, all of our stuff there. Mm-hmm. And we're going to have an epic uh, reel this week about our actual trip, which I'm excited to post. We've posted it on our personal pages. But if you don't follow us, and check Live605 to see our epic vacation video that we posted, uh, that we did together, which is exciting. Totally. So this is episode nine. We only got uh, three episodes left after this. How are you feeling about this season? Just real quick. It's super fun, but it also makes me realize we need stuff in the books for this year. Yeah. Right? Well, we, we, we won't talk about it now, but you got me a trip for my birth for Christmas. That's Sorry. True. We'll talk about that in a future episode. That's true. We might have a really big trip this year. In the summer. In the summer that we got to plan. And then we're also doing stuff to the house, which we'll get to on a later episode. Absolutely. So. Just some more impromptu. Some more impromptu. Well, we, some we impromptu have... Chicago trips. Mm. That level. Okay. Okay, okay, Well, okay. should we just get right into this Let's boy, jump then? into it. So you just teased it, but what is this episode? What are we talking about this week? Via Chicago. You're telling me we went to Chicago on this week's episode? Totally. So can we give a little bit of a backgrounder? Of course. So we obviously had an amazing summer going into September weather was really action packed. And John and I kind of felt like, you know what? We want to go on another vacation. Yeah. Long weekend. And I think we were talking about different places. Like, should we roll the dice somewhere new? Is it like... Do we go to like Seattle? Do we go to Portland? Do we mm. go to like Vancouver? And even yeah. though I was going for work and things, we were like, what about Chicago again? And I well, think there's a specific a, reason. And so you had found, right? So one of our favorite bands mm-hmm. is Run the Jewels, which we've talked about them a lot. RTJ. RTJ. They always make our best of list. It's a rap band mm-hmm. consisting, of, consisting of Killer Mike, mm-hmm. who sent a bunch of Outcast songs and LP. <laughs> And they've been making music together for 10 years, and we absolutely love them. They have four albums. They're all bangers. And then I think last year was the 10-year anniversary of RTJ as a band in their first album. So what they were doing was they were going on tour, which got us excited, but they were only going to a couple locations. They were only doing New York, Atlanta, L.A., and Chicago. Yeah. And what they were doing is they were doing four nights, and each night they were playing one one of their albums in full. So RTJ one through four. So we were talking, we're like, you know what? We haven't seen Run the Jewel. We've only seen them live once. Yeah. Year, a few years ago. At the Danforth. At the Danforth, maybe 2017, 2018, totally. something like that. And we were talking again, again like, we want to go on this trip. And then we realized RTJ was doing this concert. We're like, well, maybe we could go see them live. And we're like, well, New York, we went to earlier. LA's a bit mm-hmm. far. Atlanta, we're not going to do. But I was like, wait a second. There's a couple of tickets left for their Chicago show. So I'm like... Even though we've been to Chicago a few times, we haven't been in seven, eight years, maybe more. Maybe more, yeah. And I was like, well, what about going to Chicago to see Run the Jewels? And so I was like, absolutely. We always love Chicago. It definitely feels like the accessibility of Toronto yeah. in a different way. There's a good food scene. There's obviously great like sports, great music. So we're like, let's do it. So we ended up booking a Porter flight to yeah. Chicago on like the first week of the October yeah. uh, weekend. And so in addition to 
going down to see Run the Jewels. We actually peppered in a bunch of other cool things along the way. We kind of like, let's do a bunch of things that we've never done in Chicago. Because like totally. you said, we've been there a few times, but like there's a bunch of things we still haven't done there. So I'm like, let's make it a new, uh, familiar place, mm -hmm. but make it brand new. So we ended up booking, I'm just looking at some pictures um, from it. So we ended up booking Chicago and staying at this new kind of crazy funky hotel yeah i can't even remember what it's called now this is like the hilton well, you're, you're, or something you're forgetting one thing is what we were flying with porter as you mentioned oh, and yeah. what was our previous experience with porter we were trying to go to for new those, york yeah for those of you guys who listened to the new york episode you know our flight just never came and they didn't put us on another flight oh, so they we, canceled our flight they canceled our flight we had to drive to new york so there was some ptsd we were like do we need to drive to chicago yeah we were very prepared to get to the airport and for them to be like no nah, your totally. shit's canceled you can't do this but totally got to porter and absolutely no issue this time so i was very happy our flight even i think it took off on time which was fantastic totally so one of the things was we're like, let's stay someplace different. Let's stay, you know, do something a little bit more fun and eccentric. Yeah. I can't remember the name of the hotel, but it was like one of the first hotels ever built in North America. In North, wow. And then when you walk in, it's right under um, like Madison Street. It's I called think. the Palmer. The Palmer House Hotel. Hilton, the Palmer Hilton. And so it was super cool. Um, it was right off Monroe Street yeah, and right uh, on the loop. Wabash. Wabash, exactly. If you guys know, definitely on the you loop. You know, you know. Yeah, no, you know. Checked in, such cool architecture, very like. Well, the other thing that's cool about Chicago, because we've been there so many times, is we don't have to take an Uber to get from no. the airport to the hotel. So we ended up taking the actual like Chicago transit line, mm -hmm. jump on there. And what's great about Chicago's transit is it gets you anywhere you need to go. And we got off like right in front of the hotel. So again, just saves you a bit of money being able to take public transit. Totally. I kind of like to, I, I like riding their uh, transit system there. Absolutely. So we check in the one funky thing I, I will say about this hotel. Sure. Dining room, crazy. Like the ceiling was beautiful. Yeah. Lighting on point. Yeah. There's like a whole underground system for shops and things. We go up to our bedroom, right? And like, I think we upgraded. Yeah, they, they got us on the upgrade. I was confused well, as to what the person was saying to me. Because we got to the to the hotel like 10 a.m. because our flight was super early. Yeah. The guy's like, well, it's not going to be ready for hours unless you do an upgrade for like 25 bucks a, a, a night. You can get this newer suite yeah. available right now. So we're kind of like, let's sure. just do it. Like, let's just drop our bags. We want to have our room and go yeah. out and hang out. So we obviously got the world's largest bedroom yes. that had like a kitchenette and bar area. Oh, yeah, that's right. But it was the tidiest bathroom. That's right. Do you remember? And it was like so awkward. Even smaller, smaller than our own bathroom. Totally. So anyway, yeah, the, the space was fine. Like, you know, you're not going to travel for your bedroom. But what was the vibes inside? Like the it actual hotel? Yeah, it was a haunted hotel, It was hotel, 100% right? haunted. How can, why, what? The Palmer was haunting it. Well, yeah. Mr. Palmer. Because there's all these like old timey pictures throughout the walls mm -hmm. of the hallways of just like old celebrities and yeah. socialites who have stayed in that hotel. Mm -hmm. But then did you look it up while we were there when we left about the ghosts? Yeah. So I think it was like the Mr. Palmer's wife is the one who did ended she up herself or something. No, she's the one who designed it. He gave oh. it to her. And then it was like, there was a fire or something. Mm. And so then it was like, did people die in the right. thing? And then they built like on top of the, um, what you're gonna call it. The what, the ground, the hotel. The like main, you can see where they've added on yeah. outside the marquee. That's sure. what it's called, the marquee. Mm. Um, and so the whole thing was, was like, is it haunted? Like a ghost kind of like. Yeah. You Googled it. I Googled it. It is haunted. It is haunted. The Palmas. Well, didn't we go to like, we got back from like, I think the RTJ concert, like one in the morning. We're like, let's just like walk around the hotel. Oh. We went to like a ballroom. It wasn't yeah. there just like a random guy just like standing there. Yeah, it was so Could have been a ghost. I think we a saw ghost. a ghost that night. It was definitely creepy. It was real scary. But okay. the hotel was nice. Hotel is amazing. So anyway, day one, we're like, let's go dick around. We're like, let's just walk. It, it was like a beautiful hot day. Yeah, it was like first week of October, right? But it was like super warm jeans or shorts and t-shirt weather. Totally. So we ended up going to Millennium Park. Yeah, what she had, even though we've been there every time, I feel like you always have to go there anytime you go to Chicago. Totally. Because you got to see the bean and you got to see those giant- The fountains. Fountains where they shoot water at you. We also went through the park behind Millennium Park and they yeah. have like these beautiful like blown lanterns there. And then 
the bean was under construction. So like, um, there's like all the scaffolding everywhere. But then when you go where they do the concerts, yeah. even that area was closed off because there was an event or something. Yeah. There, there was some sort of like award ceremony or some shit happening, but we went to the founders of millennium park, like the beautiful arc. Mm-hmm. We ended up walking around and then we were like, fuck, let's go get lunch. Right. So we actually ended up, which is so different for John and I. And I think this is why, it felt like you're just kind of a local at this point. Mm. We were like, let's go to a food hall. Yeah. Right. And so we went to this, like, it was like prime work day. Cause it was like a Friday afternoon. Yeah. So people were still in and out of work. We ended up going to this food hall and going to Bianca's burgers. Mm. Oh um, yeah. I'm looking at that picture. You guys send me that picture later. I'll post it. Which was great. And then we're like, yo, one of my favorite things to do is like hundred percent look like a local while mm-hmm. we're in there. And that kind of, theme will like permeate throughout this episode right but we ended up like hanging out on a ledge and eating the burgers in the food hall and it was like pretty dope i would say like food was really good i think to your point it's like when you go to a city you want to feel like a local you don't want to look like a tourist and i feel like we were good when we're in new york and chicago to Mm -hmm. your point we didn't look like tourists no we didn't so much so later on somebody asked us to take a picture of them Oh, I Do you don't remember? remember? No, I didn't. Was that in that spot? Nope. Okay, well, you got to remind me later. Absolutely. All right. So from there, yes. and again, we've never done this before. Yeah, this We're like, fun. this was so badass, but it was also like all of a sudden John became an art aficionado. I know. So Sometimes we went, 15 years in, I'll still surprise <laughs> yeah. you. So we went, <laughs> we went to the Art Institute of Chicago, which we've never been. Again, we've gone like mm-hmm. seven times to Chicago. And it's in like outside Millennium Park, basically. Yeah. And so it was such like a beautiful gallery yeah that's one and then well it, it was made famous in ferris bueller's day off if you've seen that movie yeah they go to that art gallery which so, i didn't know yeah and so like we took the picture of you in front of the painting like they did yeah there's like a, a but there's a whole like montage in there but there's like a famous scene with mm-hmm. cameron the guy from succession where he's like staring at this totally. one painting which is what i wanted to take a picture at so they have like obviously different like exhibitions they have like the like modern postmodern. Yeah. they have like more experiential art then they had this room that mean, was like, what? Experiential? Did you mean experimental? Oh, no, like experiential. Like a room oh. is in something. Yeah, that's bad. I thought you meant and to experimental, say experimental, I guess. Of, I think we saw all of the above. You know um, experiential, like stuff you can yeah. like actually you play t- with play and, and like, touch. and you create a room. But we went into one exhibit and all of a sudden it was more well, like. What, yeah, what kind of, what, what style of art was this, you think? Is like Japanese inspired art. Yeah, I mean, I think it was was it? I, yeah, Japanese inspired art. So, anyways, we w- we're walking around and I see this one random painting. <laughs> you know what's funny? I'm looking at it now. My shirt almost matches the painting. Yeah. <laughs> we'll post this picture, but we look at this piece, this picture on the wall, and I'm like, I'm pretty sure I know the artist. No, of this no, painting. no. Okay, that's you not tell even it. how. Like how you were way down? more confident. We literally turn a corner and walk into this room, and John's like. Oh, that's blah blah blah. And yeah, I was like, I'm like, huh? I'm like, oh yeah, I know that. I know that artist. It's so and so. Yeah, and I was like, how do you know that? And so the craziest thing, there's obviously the placards on it, and it was accurate. Do you have the name of the artist now? Yeah, I'm just now, now I can't think of it. I'm just yeah. looking it up. Um, hold on. Uh, so I'll, I'll explain this. So the the artist's name, whose painting I recognize, is Takashi Maruk. Gamiya. I, I yeah. butchered that, obviously, but Takashi, a very famous painter. And the reason why I'm like, I know who this is, is because this artist designed Kanye West's graduation album. And yeah. he has a very distinct style Style that I'm like, I looked at him like, I guarantee you that's Takashi. Uh, yeah, Takashi. I'm like, I guarantee you that's that artist it, because it looks exactly like the graduation album. And we looked it up and... Lo and behold, it was exactly that artist. I'm like, I love this art. Which is so crazy to me. So it's kind of like anytime John likes something that feels so obscure, I'm like, we got to buy it. And at this point... Well, that thing would have been probably like a $5 million painting or something. So we're still like going back to our Montreal episode. We're still on the hunt for art. So like this also happens to be in Chicago. There's a lot of amazing art galleries. There is actually a whole, remember, um, exhibition coming through Chicago from like other states People mm-hmm. were doing like a tour right. in Chicago. So we went to a few art galleries. I was say, we went to a couple art galleries there and we found a couple of things, but we could y- not buy or afford the Takashi painting. Takashi. No, no, no. But that was, that was a cool moment. So I'm like, I know mm-hmm. who this artist is and what was your other, um, did you like the, the rest of the gallery? Was it yeah, hold I, up compared to other places? I think that's one thing like you and I appreciate art. I think we also just like walking around and doing different things. So we were in there for like 
a few hours to my knowledge. And then yeah. um, from that, we just kind of went and started walking around the city mm. over the different bridges. So like Adam. Well, here, here's another thing is. Favorite. I know. One of our favorite. Another reason why we wanted to go to Chicago, and we'll get into that later, mm -hmm. is because our current favorite show, which has dethroned Jersey Shore as our number <laughs> one show, mm -hmm. is The Bear, which takes place in Chicago. And so there's, a, in the very first episode of the pilot, the opening scene takes mm -hmm. place on the... River North Bridge. River North Bridge on Chicago. And so we're like, even though we've walked that bridge many a times, I'm like, we got to go back there and take our... We mm -hmm. got to do like the tour of The Bear, right? Totally. So, after the um, art gallery, we went there and we walked across. We're like, mm -hmm. this is where they filmed the bear. This is so cool. Absolutely. And so I think, again, best weather ever, such a good hang. Yeah. And so at about 5.45 or so, 5 o'clock, 5.30, we were like, oh, there's all this music happening. It's Friday evening after mm -hmm. work. Let's go down to the water side, yeah. right, or riverside and go to the tiny tap bar oh. and get some drinks. Yeah. And there was this awesome like 90s mm. 2000s band yeah. playing but the funniest part was it was all demographics of people yeah. and so we ended up like jamming for those of you guys who know the river walk kind of area it's outside the circle towers mm -hmm. is where uh tiny tap is it's amazing river bar there's super cool gardens you, you know it's just a fun hang i think we stayed there for like an hour and a bit just getting some yeah. beers but there was this cool table of like seniors right. i would say like bar side right or mm -hmm. like musician yeah. side sure and they basically look like us and our core group of friends yeah. in their 70s yeah, and i'm like sure. we ended up texting the squad and we we're like look it's us yeah, in, like, yeah. the future and whatnot so it just made me happy because i'm like oh maybe when we're 70 we'll still go out and like have drinks and like travel mm -hmm. and like go see live music 100 percent. um but i thought the cover band was like pretty good they were you know, great Definitely good find. good find. And then, yeah, we just ended up like walking around. But then at night, mm. we're like, let's do it. We're going to go get deep dish pizza. Deep dish pizza. So, do you actually like deep dish pizza? That's actually a good question. I feel or is like it the novelty. It's a bit of the novelty. I definitely like it, but it's not something mm. where I'm like, I need to have deep dish pizza like once every couple months, kind of yeah. like Little Caesars uh, that I would love to have every week. But I, I like it. I don't. It's not my favorite pizza in yeah. the world, but it's almost like you're in Chicago. You got to do it. What, what about you? So we went, to, is it Giordano's? Giordano's, yeah. Yeah, so we went there. Is that the place we've gone to before? No, no. we usually go to Gino's East. Right. Which so is, I mean, there's like a million deep dish pizzas right. in Chicago, but we typically go to a place called Gino's East, which is mm -hmm. really good. But this place that we ended up going to, Giordano's, yeah. is... Giordano's. Giordano's, sorry, is, I'm thinking of the place in Toronto. Yeah. Giordano's is equally as good. Yeah, it was really good. I think this is the thing. So... Obviously, we're getting older. Our metabolism isn't as high. Yes. We can definitely only, we only need like a small. Yeah, give us a smallest give us deep a dish smallest pizza. deep dish pizza. So I think I like it. I love the crust. Crust but, is really good. But I don't know if I'd be like, ooh, I'm craving deep dish pizza all the time. Would you ever want to make a deep dish pizza? See, you, I don't know. I guess we would need like a fancy. Uh, a fancy dish. Dish to make that, but. But either way. I still like it. It's just not, it's. Not my favorite pizza in the yeah. world, but I, I definitely, I enjoy eating it while we're in Chicago. One of the things that I also a hundred percent, I totally mm. agree. One of the things though that I love and I'm like, this is, we're a product of the generation we're in yeah. as well as like the time, you know, of our lives we're in. Yeah. As soon as they brought out the pizza, the waitress was like, okay, I'm going to do a pull. Yeah, Get your cameras out if you want to film it. Yeah. And so obviously it's like, you feel compelled to film it. Yeah. But the cheese pull was insane. Cheese pull um, was insane. The pizza was very good. We had a very good night there. Yeah. This um, is all the first day still. It's day one. This is day one. And so similar to Montreal, after we go out for dinner, we're like, okay, what should we do next, right? And we're obviously, it's like 10 o'clock or something. Yeah. I'm like, I don't want to go back to the hotel. We're not going to go to a bar no. again, right? We already drank during the day because um, we're day drinkers. <laughs> and so I'm like, do you want to go see a movie, right? Because yeah. this is one of the things we love to do when we're on actual vacation because we don't really go see movies during the regular our Although regular we didn't realize last last year we saw like 12 movies but so. this is probably why we only saw like two per vacation too that's true yes that's like an, a movie a month which seems insane totally. but i mean chicago we saw a movie montreal we saw like yeah. two or three movies that weekend so yeah so this theater again u.s yeah. theaters are oh so God. pimped out it is like 
a different lifestyle going to U.S. theaters, AMC theaters or yeah. whatever they're called. Yeah. But um, this one had like your own personal like family room. Yeah. That's I, the best way to say it. You had your own recliner, your yeah, own table, your like own as, footstool. Yeah. It was as big as like a fancy bed you're, you're lying down yeah. in. Yeah. And so what movie did we see? So we saw Dumb Money. Oh, yeah. Which is with Paul Dano, um, Pete Davidson, mm-hmm. and Seth Rogen, and, uh, and Ron Swanson. What's his face? <laughs> Nick Offerman. It's all about the GameStop. <gasps> That's so good. Remember? Yeah. So it's about like the GameStop. GameStop. Game stock. <laughs> Uh, craziness from like three, four years ago. Totally. And it was good. I mean, I like all those guys. Mm-hmm. It, it was a good movie. It was entertaining. It was a good I don't know. Movie. Did you like it? It was fine. It I was fine. It was fine. This good is vacation the, movie. That's exactly it. I was going to say, again, I have no qualms with going to see a movie during vacation, right? I almost like not knowing about what we're yeah. going to go see. Um, but yeah, we finished there at like midnight or something, yeah. 1 a.m. And yeah. then we're like, okay, let's go back. Yeah. To the Palmer, the Palmer haunted as fuck. And let's go back and start all over again the next day. Do you remember what happened the next day? <laughs> yeah. Why do you not? Or Oh, I do. Okay. Was well, that the, uh, the bagel incident? Yeah. Or the, the coffee incident? Yeah. Or, yeah. <laughs> so what were we, we had some Saturday. We were, the big plan was to go see run the jewel Saturday night. Right? Saturday night was yeah. Run the jewels, RTJ. And then we were like, let's go in the afternoon to the bear. Yeah. The Mr. Ex- Beef restaurant. Yeah. Yeah. And, there's a, a few things that happened that yeah. morning. And so then we were also like, let's go look at art galleries. Yeah. Saturday things. was a busy day. Saturday was a busy day. And so, um, okay. So when we're on vacation, New York, Montreal included Vegas. We're like, let's just get bagels in the morning yeah. or something. Chicago has a really good bagel scene. So we're like, let's go to this place. We ended up going there a few times, I think. I think we just went a couple one time. times. For, no, for I the think bagels? We, yeah, we, I think we went twice. We didn't do it the Friday. No, I think Sunday? I genuinely okay. think we no, did. No, it you're twice. probably right. You're probably right. Um, but only one time I fucked up. So <laughs> it was hot. I was wearing just for you'll see it on uh, Instagram, but I was wearing <laughs> shorts and a t-shirt, and it was a white t-shirt, and obviously. It, and to get to this bagel place, it was like a 20 minute walk or so. Yeah. So the idea, the plan was go get breakfast and then mm-hmm. walk to the actual location where they filmed the bear. Totally. And take a picture there. So that was the plan. And for some reason, I didn't bring enough t-shirts. Do you remember this? I do. And then I was also like, I'm getting old. I'm like, John, I need to buy insoles for this. So we had already gone to Target a few times. A few times for to get insoles. Yes. For me. Then we like came back, I put them in. Then we went to go get bagels. Yes. We get bagels, we get a coffee, and I'm like, yo, I'll just walk and drink this coffee. Yeah, because like the bagel place was halfway to or a little bit more than halfway to like uh, the bear. So oh God. And now this is the order of events I don't remember. Yes. So we're literally walking yes. to the point where we leave the bagel place. I'm walking, drinking my coffee. Do I not spill this fucking hot coffee yes. all over my white t-shirt? Yes. 100%. Right? And I was like, what in the actual fuck? I've never done that no, before in no. like 20 some odd years of drinking coffees. So I think I know the order. So I think we were like <laughs> 10 minutes away from the bear, like walking distance. And we had to decide, are we walking all the way back? It's like a half hour walk yeah. back to the hotel. Yeah. Changing, buying you a new shirt. Yeah. And then walking or cabbing or, or taking the subway to the bear. So what did we do? So I think you were a trooper. You're like, I'm okay to go to the bear. I have yeah. my purse. It kind of covers the stain. I was a trooper. You did wear it, right? So yeah. then. We walk to the bear, and again, anyone who hasn't seen the bear, it's a show on Disney Plus or Hulu in the States, mm-hmm. and it's our favorite show right now going. Totally. We've talked about it a lot. I'm sure you guys have heard of it, but it takes place in Chicago, yeah. and they film the actual pilot in a real location. It's, totally. It's, now, it's all now filmed on a soundstage, but any exterior outside shots yeah. takes place at this location. So we're like, we're such huge fans of this show, much like mm-hmm. Only Bur- Murders in the Building, where we went to the actual apartment building in New York. We were so excited to go see the actual restaurant, which is called Mr. Mr. Beef. Beef. So for those of you guys who know Chicago area, it's at New Orleans and Erie Street. And so I'm like, okay, we're walking, we're walking. And I was like, getting a little starstruck when we got close. We like like turned a corner. We could see it across the street. It it was everything. And so it kind of like when we've 
gone to other places. You got to, you know, moral of the story, you got to support local. And so we had just ate breakfast, but then people were coming up. So in the pilot episode of the bear, they actually shoot at the venue. So they shoot in the parking lot, they shoot outside the exteriors and as well as shoot inside. So yeah, what I was saying is anything that's filmed outside now, it's definitely that location. Totally. Anything inside the stage. hundred. Except for like you said, the pilot was all filmed in this real location. So the only thing is John has been always exceptional and he'll send me articles from Chris Storr, who's the creator of the bear. And he has a love hate relationship with the fame. Right. Yeah. Cause he's yeah. like, it's obviously generated more business, but he likes You're talking about the owner of the bear. Yeah. yeah. Or the Mr. Oh, Beef. sorry. Chris Storr. He went to friends like, he's friends with, with like yeah. one of the owners. And so to your point, the owner of Mr. Beef. Yeah. Love hate relationship. Cause in one way it's like great people are coming by and coming in. But sometimes people just take pictures and leave, right? And it's just like this totally. is a local Chicago staple, and it's just all these people coming and they don't appreciate they don't it or whatever. Appreciate it. Yeah. So I was like, "Yo, we got to appreciate." So again, do we look like locals? I have a stain. Oh, I know what you say. Yeah, I have a stain shirt. We're just walking around. We go up to the place. We casually like, and this is the thing. I don't like taking performative pictures because I'm like, I feel like anxious about it. Sure. So I think we got some from like a bit of a distance, but remember that other couple was walking up and they're like, Hey guys, can you just take our picture? Yeah. And I was like, yes, we look like locals. For sure. Uh, So that made me so happy. But then we're like, okay, let's go in, which was even more fucking trippy. Yeah. And so, so excited. Um, Literally like the happiest I feel like we oh, are. Yeah. Um, so we went in and it was like, holy shit, we just ate breakfast like 10 seconds ago, but yeah. we have to order you something. Have to order something. So I think we got an amazing, um, we split an hot, Italian, yeah, sausage Italian sausage with sweet hot peppers on yeah. it and a Coke. Yeah. It was fucking outstanding. It was amazing. Then we got to sit at the booth in the front of the window. Like, yeah. But we peeked ourselves around the corner where it's like they have the family dinner. Yeah. And I'm like, oh my God, this is like we're actually in the bear. I know. And so we felt like we saw the guy who could have been Richie, like yeah, for sure. kind of thing, like based on. And so it was just a cool vibe. And I felt like we saw the owner go yeah. through. Remember the older guy? Because mm-hmm. he's in a cameo in, in the pilot. In the pilot, And yeah. so um, he's the one who buys the jeans in the alleyway. Yeah, exactly. And so um, it was just cool. Like sitting in the window, you just feel like a local. We were trying not to like take too many pictures, but like... We'll post yeah. the pictures and we have an epic video of it. So check it out. And while we were, we were there for maybe like 30, 40 minutes, and we totally. just saw tons and tons of people taking pictures and leaving. Yeah. So we're kind of like, to your point as well, it's like, Let's not just take a picture and leave. Let's mm-hmm. support this place. Let's go get some yeah. food. And they were friendly in there, but... You, and it only takes cash. Only takes cash. Yeah. yeah. If you're going. And um, what I would say is there's only one picture of yeah. the bear on the... Oh, yeah. It, that's right. There's... Yeah. Right? They have no other, like, memorabilia no. of the bear. No. So that was a lot of fun. Definitely one of the highlights of our whole trip. Mm-hmm. Maybe one of the highlights of last year. <laughs> but then from, from there... Two, well, two things yeah. was... You're like, okay, we're seeing Run the Jewels. We still have a bunch of, a few hours. Mm-hmm. You're like, let's go check out some art galleries. But you're like, I got to change my shirt. I yeah. want to spend the rest of my day, right? So obviously we then go back to Target. We walk all the <laughs> way back to Target, about a 30, 35 minute walk. Yeah. Go to Target. You get a new shirt. We go back to the hotel. We change, we regroup. Yeah. And then we're like, okay, let's go to some art galleries. Yeah. Where were the art galleries? Right beside Mr. Beef. Right beside Mr. <laughs> Beef. So we ended up going all the way back down to where Mr. Beef was, where we just currently were. But you had a new t shirt. You had a new t shirt. I had, I had a that. new $6 t shirt that looked shittier than my current stain t shirt. She liked that t shirt. Uh, but anyway, we went to all these different art galleries and, like, bless you. And so one of the things I love about it is, like, we're up, bless you. We're obviously picking up, like, art lingo as we go through but i think whenever you say that you're like you know in 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 town looking for art i feel like people are like automatically like the art curators are like "Ooh, i'm gonna jump on you do you feel comfortable walking into like an art building well, we've done it so many times. I know, now. but do you feel comfortable? Oh God, no! I feel like a poser. The all yeah, I don't feel comfortable time. at all in there either. No, which is interesting. There was like, but every now and then we end up going into certain galleries, and we did like a couple things. Oh, we for saw, sure, right? And then we took down names of stuff, and like some stuff was trippy, some stuff was gory. Yeah, right. We were also trying to fill a giant wall behind our couch. So, but at this point, had we bought the artwork that we have now? When did we even buy that? I thought we put it up when we got back from Chicago. Oh, maybe I bought it right after. Because then we came back from somewhere. 
Was it Thanksgiving maybe from yeah, Ottawa? Maybe. We did anyways. Um, but anyway, it got really hot. So we were like, let's go get a drink. And we went oh, yeah. to this place called uh, Nomad Lounge. Yeah. And so I was fine. And it had beautiful, like it was quintessentially Val. Beautiful arches, really pretty lighting, kind of feminine, kind of like mid-century modern. Yeah. And then John got like a really random tea. Yeah. That I just remember you fucking hating. It wasn't wasn't great wasn't, for me, yeah. but I could appreciate that it was good for other people, but not quite my style. Not quite your style. So then we're like, all right, we're doing it. We're going to Wicker Park and going to go hang out there, potentially do dinner in Wicker Park too. Yeah. Right? Because it was also um, RTJ night. RTJ night. So Wicker Park, What? how would you describe that area of it's Chicago? It's more the hipster area. It's like the Queen Street East. There's yeah. more like eclectic restaurants, yeah. tiny boutique shops, more like record stores, yeah. which will come into play. And we wanted to go record shopping as well, right? Absolutely. So we ended up taking uh, the subway, subway to Wicker Park. Yeah. And first we went to get some ice cream. No, that, well, that, yeah, we went to go get some ice cream, which, because again, it was so hot outside. Yeah. And I think we were both, I don't even know what we did for lunch that day. Well, I guess we had the bagels and the <laughs> and beef. the thingy, yeah. So we weren't that hungry, but I'm like, I, I could do something refreshing. So totally. we ended up, yeah, getting some ice cream, which was fantastic. That was one of my favorite things to do. So I can't remember, although was ice cream before? No, no ice cream I, was last. So okay, here, here's hold on, go, 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 so go. So we get off the subway and in Wicker Park, you're like, I want to go record shopping. Yeah. So you found two vinyl record stores. Yes. And we're like, let's go there first because it's the closest to the subway. So... We go to this record store called Suga, like S-U-G-A, right? Yeah. And we're like, oh, this place looks perfect, like a great-looking vinyl store. We walk in, and the person's like, oh, I'm really sorry. You can't come in right now. There's a signing going on right in this place. Yeah. So it's like there's no room. There's a signing. But if you come back in like half hour, 40 minutes, it'll be done. You can go shopping. And I was like, uh, I guess. So then I was like, John, can you imagine if it was like Killer Mike and like LP here? Yeah, to you're do, like, what if it was like Run the Jewels? Doing and then, a, a, like an autograph signing. And then we were like, nah, they probably yeah. wouldn't come to some random like small yeah. town vinyl yeah. record shop yeah. in Wicker Park. So then we ended up walking around. So we ended up walking around because you also were looking for a new, was it jacket? Yeah. Because you had so. bought some good jackets. <laughs> In Chicago before. So yeah. we walked around Wicker Park. Mm -hmm. We went to, I think, a different vinyl store. And then. Yeah. Let's just say also for fashion, Chicago Val, much mm, more edgy. Yeah. 90s hip hop edgy. You, you definitely stopped me from buying yeah, a jacket. So I probably regret. We went to this very uh, <laughs> yeah. eclectic store, yeah. I guess. And. It's like Akon or something. No, no, the way I would describe it is <laughs> you were looking at jackets that like Cameron and Dipset would wear in the early like 2000s, like really big and bright and puffy. And I liked them. Like if you want to look like you're part of Dipset, you can, you can wear it. But uh, you could have pulled one of them off. But I'm like, I can't see you no. really wearing this, no. but it, that was pretty funny. So that was great. And then from there we got the ice cream and then we're like, okay, it's been like 40 minutes. Let's go back to sugar. And we went there and it was open to the public again. Yeah. And what, First, what records did we end up like searching for and buying? Because then we'll get to the story at the oh counter. Oh my God. Now I'm driving like, I feel like we brought so much vinyl last year. So, because, so. okay, Lupe Fiasco was the find. Yes. Wallows we, yes. was an extra. Yes. What did we go in? Killer Mike wasn't a, well, a given. No, no, it wasn't necessarily a given. No, 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 like yeah. given to. Yeah, sure. yeah. So I saw Lupe Fiasco. Yeah. We got uh, his very first album. Yeah. You, we got the new Wallows vinyl. Yeah. Then you bought one other one. Was it like like some Wilco? Class no, I don't think it was Wilco. I thought it was like uh, some classic artist or something. Anyways, you classic. bought something. We go up to like pay at the front. Yeah. And uh, we're like, we go talk to the person at the front. Like, oh yeah, we heard there was like a signing here. Who was it? He's like, oh yeah, it was so much fun. Killer Mike. And his wife came And his in. wife, because Killer Mike had just put out his Michael album, <laughs> which is your, one of your favorite albums. It was definitely top 10. So and we, then I was like freaking out. He's like, can't you smell the pot in here? Yeah. And we're like, duh. So we ended up shooting the shit. And so this is where it felt like, like Empire Records, high fidelity style. We ended up talking to what I feel like is the owner. It was the owner for of sure. Of Sugar for like, Probably 35 minutes. I think so. We were at the front everything. for a while. And yeah, and like what I appreciate about him, it's like all the records we got were really diverse. And at that point you hadn't, you didn't have Lupe Fiasco no. at that point. No. And we didn't have Wallows. 
Right. And yeah. so when we were giving him Wallace, cause we saw it last minute, yeah. he's like, Oh, I love it. The guys came. The Wallace and, came to this store. And I was like, what the fuck? But I appreciate a guy who's probably like Gen Xer yeah. having such a diverse, eclectic love for music. Yeah. Um. Then yeah, we were shooting the shit about Killer Mike. He gave us a wristband. He gave us the wristband and he's like- A signed copy. Yeah, he's like, I have a signed copy of this vinyl. He's like, I'll give you like- He's like, some of them, he signed KM. He's like, let me get you like the best copy yeah. where he signs a killer mic. So we got a signed killer Mike Michael album and the wristband, which was amazing. That's awesome. Oh, and then this was the other part. I saw the Aja album, the Steely Dan, yeah. and he's the one who told us that that album went out of print right. for like 10 years. So they only have the one copy. Right. But when we were talking about it, so Loopy Fiasco is Loopy from- Loopy Fiasco. What did I say? You said Loopy Fiasco. Loopy. I go Lupe. Loopy, Loopy Lupe. for Loopy. Yeah. Um, but you were saying, oh, you love that album. Food and liquor. And he's from Chicago. Yes. And so the guy's like, oh, I think we have it in the back yeah. somewhere. And so we're like, of course we'll wait. Yeah. And so like, it was just so fun to talk yeah. music with people who get it. And mm. like, I often find we have that when we go to other record stores, like we'll mm. usually make it almost like its own trip yeah. to go there with like intent to buy something. And then we find a lot of other things, which is great. Um, but yeah, we kicked it there and we we're like, holy shit. We look. We we spent a lot of money. In yeah, <laughs> but a lot of quality records yeah. and the killer mic find was great. I'm so sad. I'm so sad. But it was like there was a huge line to get in, so they're like we had to turn people away. So we would not have got in even for like no. oh killer mics in there. Can we come in? I mean, I know, but it, ah. So from there, which was a lot of fun, took the subway back to the hotel, and then you, we wanted to do like a nice dinner out. So we ended up before the run the jewels. Uh, concert mm -hmm. when it wasn't a steak dinner it was a steak we did steak at the no. piano place yeah it's just like a fancy place like a reds in toronto yeah. or something like that like a really nice dinner where um yeah just a good time mm -hmm. like nothing much to say about that but mm -hmm. from there took an uber to the salt shed yes which is a brand new concert venue in chicago i think it's less i think it's less than a year old maybe it's yeah. a year or two but no more than two years old and a lot of great bands have been playing there. Darkness came through there. Guster. Bleachers. Bleachers. A bunch of bunch of people. And what's really cool about the Salt Shed is it kind of feels like if you're from Toronto listening to the podcast, it's like a combination of the Molson Amphitheater meets like history. history yeah, 100%. And so you're in your own kind of area like Molson Am. So there's like different stands and things to walk to like exhibition park. Mm -hmm. But then the venue is closed like history and modern like history. Yeah. But the ceiling, I guess in the summer can open. Mm -hmm. Um, so it, it's, it's, it's a cool fucking vibe. If we ever wanted to see more shows again, I would definitely uh, go back there. would go back there. Mm -hmm. Uh, like you said, really cool vibe. And it worked out. We got there. We had a great place to stand. Mm -hmm. And by the time we got to our place to hang out, the show started like two minutes later. Like totally. it was perfect timing. It was insane. So like I said, Run the Jewels were doing four nights in four cities and each night they're doing one album. So we chose to see RTJ4, right? Well, I think that was the only option uh, for us, yeah, like I think, for work. I think it, I think it was, but yeah. it was, so last time we saw them, we had, they had just put out RTJ3. So yeah. I'm like, no, I think they had two. I think we could have done four or two. Either way, yeah. like, let's do four because that's their new album that we have not seen any of these songs live. So they played RTJ4. Right. In full, and then they did like an encore of like their greatest hit. So, how was the concert? Oh, 11 out of 10. It, it does not disappoint. And like the energy is crazy. Like, yeah. people chanting. Like, do, okay, wait. How do you say, what is your ranking for the four RTJ albums? Right. And this is, if, if you guys don't know Run the Jewels, just bear with us for like two minutes. So, they have four albums. I think my ranking goes, it changes a little bit between yeah. one and two. It probably goes, Three, three, four, two, one. Or as of today, three, yeah. four, two, one. What about you? Mine goes three, four, one, two. But the funny thing is, RTJ one has my favorite song, which is Run the Jewels. But, but it's like a full album. When I say RTJ one is my least favorite, it's still like my favorite Top, album. One hundred percent. And yeah. so this is where, okay, the energy in the concert in the pit is amazing. The Every song bleeds into the next one so perfectly. It's the sound like quality is great. Outstanding. Their banter is so good because they're like they're, best yeah, friends. Yeah, they're like best friends. And they're like two guys in their late 40s who are like, we just, I mean, they were both pretty big rappers, but mm -hmm. now they're the biggest they've ever been. Like, we're like mm -hmm. 48. 
We're huge. We're like making music with best friends. We're just having fun. Like it's just such good vibes. It's such good vibes only. And I think one of the other things I love knowing is that he was doing stoned uh, autograph signing earlier yeah, in the day. And then came and did this. It was outstanding. I heard every song I wanted to hear. Yeah. Um, and it just made me so sad. It's always like Run the Jewels and St. Lucia. I, know. I feel like are the two bands, no matter what happens, we need to see live. Yeah, it was unbelievable. Sad when it ended, but I'm so happy that we made the trip out to see mm -hmm. those guys. Like like you said, anytime they come, we'll mm -hmm. see them. And I'm just trying to think if there's anything else. It was just so much fun. Like, it's just, just a fun time. So, well totally. worth the trip to Chicago, which was great. And then, I believe from there, we left the Salt Shed and we walked for a bit mm -hmm. to try and get an Uber. Because it was like... Kind of in the middle of nowhere. That's the Molson Amp part of it. Exactly. So we walked, I think we walked over a bridge and then mm -hmm. we like found an empty parking lot. So like, we'll just call an Uber from here, which was fun. And then we just went back to the hotel from there. Did uh, we go back out or no? I think we went back out actually. I think we did. did we, I think we went and got drink somewhere. I think we did. I think um, so. So anyway, obviously did that. Then the next morning. Sunday. Sunday. Maybe Sunday. we went back for bagels. Nope. No. We went to a different, we went to a yeah, southern. We for, yeah, see, that's why we didn't do bagels again. We only did it the one day. You said we did the bagel place I thought we twice. did it again on the way home. No, because we left Monday morning. That's why I thought we went and did it. I remember having a bagel at the airport. Oh, maybe. Remember that weird airport bagel? <laughs> Anyways, yeah, we, again, we were walking because what were, what was, the, we were doing two big things Sunday, but what was the main afternoon thing? We're going to Wrigley, Wrigley Field in the afternoon. So in the morning, we went to, um, again, kind of in the West Loop area, um, this very awesome Southern style uh, brunch restaurant that you had found yeah. called Wishbone. Ooh, yeah. Right? And classic for me, pancakes, bacon, and all that stuff. Uh, what did you get to eat? Just like- No, I think I got whatever they recommended. It was like the Southern hot plate or something. Yeah. And it was like, oh, those biscuits. Yes. Holy shit. I ended up having like uh, love affair dreams of those biscuits. Yeah. Um, everything was great. The hospitality was great. Another hot day yeah. as well. Um, but to John's point, from there, we went that afternoon to Wrigley, yeah. which, t again, take the subway all the way up to like whatever stop it is called. Um, I think it's it's not Wrigleyville or something like that. Or that's the area. Mm, something, something like that. Something like that. Do you remember the person on the subway, though, on our right oh, there? Oh, like freaking out? Yeah, we were on the subway, and it was good for a while. And then all of a sudden, you kind of look over. You just hear someone talking loud, but they're on the phone. So you're like, okay, whatever. It's just a person talking loud. Totally. And then we quickly realized it was... Um, not a person who was not well and they were not talking to anyone on the phone. They were screaming, the government did this oh, to me. Yeah. And it, it got very graphic got very, very quickly. Graphic. So we're like, but Let's she was like change screaming, screaming. Yeah. So anyways, that was fine. Then we get to it's Addison. Addison, that's where it is. So we have been to a game at Wrigley, Wrigley Field before. Mm -hmm. And then I was like, if there was a game, we could have gone, but there wasn't a game. So I just threw it out there. I'm like, would you want to go on a tour of Wrigleyville? And because I'm like, this is, again, one of the most historic. Wrigley Field. I know. I keep calling it Wrigleyville. Wrigleyville is like the name. I know. I, I keep calling yeah. it the wrong thing. So <laughs> you're like, yeah, let's go on a tour of it. Which I'm like, what were your expectations going on a tour of Wrigley Field? Not low, but yeah. not high. I think. Yeah. I, I still am mad at myself for not asking the one question. What's um, that? The is this place haunted? Yeah, I know. Um, but it was so much fun. It was. Again, I think I was probably more excited than you. but. Yeah. We had such a good tour guide and we did so many cool things there that it ended up being one of the ultimate highlights of the entire mm. trip. It's almost like the art gallery where I'm like, that's eh, something to do, but that one became a lot of fun. But we did we not get to like obviously sit in like some really cool seats where they kind of talk about the history. Mm. But you then get to go like to the outfield bleachers mm -hmm. and then they take you onto the field where that like the Ivy, cool. they're like, you can't touch the Ivy, but you can take a picture mm -hmm. on the uh, outfield wall, which we did. And then they take you up to like, to the, take you to like the visiting rooms, um, locker room. And there's so many cool stories where they're like the actual home team's locker room, ginormous mm -hmm. with all the amenities and this and that mm -hmm. weights and video games and drinks. But mm -hmm. they're like the visiting team's clubhouse has not changed since it's been built. <laughs> and it's like, I don't know, square foot. It's yeah. like, let's say 250 square feet. Like yeah. it's tiny. And they're like, so when we say we have home field advantage, we have home field advantage. Yeah. And so that was super cool. But they're like, this is where 
Michael Jordan sat mm-hmm. when he played for the Chicago that, White Sox. This is where Babe Ruth sat, like all this historic stuff. Don't you remember stuff. they had trivia questions and I got it? You did, yeah, that's right. right? Do you remember what the question was? It was the Michael Jordan one. That's right, yeah. <laughs> that was really cool. They took you to like the press box where like Harry Carey, legendary yeah. commentator was. And it was just, they take took us to like the dugout mm-hmm. where like obviously the, the Cubs sit and play and everything. It was just... It blew me away. It was just so much fun. And you you did end up asking a really good question. Oh, yeah, because of the... Steve Bartman. Yeah, so John had told me about Steve Bartman and just, like, the controversy and whatnot. So um, do you want to tell the story? Just quickly, if, if you're a baseball fan, you know it, but the Cubs hadn't won the World Series in, like, over 100 years. And then back in, I think it was, like, either 99 or 2001 or something, like, 20-plus years ago, mm-hmm. Cubs were great. They're in a playoff game. And they should have wanted to go to the World Series. And then there was a foul ball where this guy, Steve Bartman, went to reach up to catch it. The mm-hmm. Chicago Cub tried to catch it, and he knocked it out of his hand. Whole thing, they, the whole city of Chicago blamed this guy, Steve Bartman, for the Cubs losing and not making the World Series, even though it really wasn't actually his fault. The Cubs fucked up. So he had to, like, move. He literally had to move out of the city. He was getting death threats. So much so when the Cubs won the World Series, like, six years ago, they invited him as like a peacemaker, like come to the yeah. to the parade. We want to give you a ring, and he like declined. He's like, I can't do it. But so, you asked a great question. So I said in because they pointed to like the outfield area, yeah. the one hundreds, and so I was like, Yo, is his chair that yeah. he sat in can, like? Can you still sit? Can in you that still seat? sit in that chair? Or is it like hexed or has it been yeah. removed and stuff? And so she's like. Was it removed? No, I can't yeah, even no, remember. you can't sit there. You can't sit there. It's, it's like I think a it was bad removed omen. Completely, yeah, 100%. bad omen for the Chicago Cubs. And so, yeah, I wish I had asked, is this place haunted? Because I'm like, there's so many like old timey like owners and like. Well, you looked history. it up. It is haunted. It is haunted. But I know, I wish, but you want to? I want to talk about it. <laughs> I know it's because you just learned about like Mr. Palmer and all yeah. that kind of stuff. So, so. I was very into this. So that was I had a blast there. You had a blast, and then from there we went and got beers. Uh, at a bar, like, right across the street from Wrigley Field. Oh, yeah, Murphy's. Murphy's, which was a lot of fun. And nachos. Nachos. So that was great. It was also Benjamin's birthday. Oh, that's right. And so we called him. He's outside. a huge, huge a baseball fan, huge Benjamin. Huge baseball fan. So we called him right outside the Wrigley Field sign. And he's like, are you at Wrigley Field yeah, right now? So that was really cool. It was really sweet. Honestly, it was definitely a highlight. And, you know, we've gone to so many baseball um, stadiums. stadiums around the states. Obviously, we've gone to Toronto, but there's something about the history of like going to a Wrigley or going Fenway. to a Fenway um, that's just so badass. Hundred percent kind of thing. So I really appreciated that. I didn't think I'd love it as much as yeah. I did. Um, Same so here. it was definitely a highlight. And then later that night, I was like, okay, the other thing Chicago is known for is like jazz music. So I had made a reservation at this other place called andy's jazz bar and so again just like something impromptu that we've never been but we also you know it, it wasn't far from where we were um it was close to the bagel place close to the bagel like place a 20, 25 minute walk maybe totally and so it um i made a reservation and the one cool thing about this place is it's like a sit eat jazz bar yeah and so we went for like eight o'clock or something and as soon as we got the table, they sat us down and we were right beside the stage, yeah, we right like beside the touch, drummer. We were touching the stage with our table. 100%. And so the cool thing was, and like, again, this is my dream. It's like the, probably the equivalent of Wrigley for you in a yeah, different way. Sure. But I was like so into this, like watching them play um, that the food to me was like second tier. Well, it was interesting too, because you it's like we knew we were going to the jazz bar and I thought, okay, we'll go sit and eat and then we just kind of talk and whatever. But then like the owner got on stage, like, okay, the show's going to start in 10 minutes. Just going to remind you, there's actually no talking during the performance, which mm-hmm. was actually kind of cool. So yeah. So you're very immersed in like what the songs are and what's yeah. happening and whatnot, which made it lovely. So, you know, again, I think at some points we like locked eyes with like the guitarist and yeah. stuff. And like there was a double bass player and like the drummer was like right beside us. And, you know, between each song, there was some commentary. So you and I would like check in and whatever. But the food was great. Like the drinks were really good. But at the end of the night, mm-hmm. we were like kind of like just saying thank you. You were the first one to put money in the tip jar. Yeah remember that and then like the drummer's like oh thank you thank you and i was like oh it's so cool so 
For those of you guys who don't know John and me, we also love the movie Whiplash. Yes, we do. Right? So I asked the drummer, I'm like, yo, can you play Caravan? Oh, yeah. Right? And he's like, yeah. <laughs> Which is the song that the guy in Whiplash has to learn. And he's yeah. like, are you racing or lagging? No, are you yeah, rushing or dragging? <laughs> yeah. And the guy like yells at him all the yeah. time. Um, <laughs> it's an accurate description of the movie. So then we, again, seemed like locals. So they're like, oh, he's like, oh, are you guys like, where, if you, are, where are you from in Chicago or yeah. something? And we're like, oh, no, we're actually not from Chicago. I was like, yeah, yeah we are. Yeah. Um, I was like, we're from Toronto. And then, I don't know why I said it. So I weird. know, I was like, what the hell? We are from Toronto. Toronto. Um, but then the double bass player. It's the one time, time it's okay to say I'm from Toronto. I know, which I was like, no. Anyway, sorry. Um, so the double bass player comes by and he's like, oh, you are? He's like, I'm in Toronto. Yeah, in playing a couple at, weeks. It, playing at the Rex in a couple of weeks. And we're like, holy shit. Yeah. Right? That's awesome. On Queen Street. Like, maybe we're going to go. We're, yeah. like, we'll see you there. Totally. So then we ended up talking to them for like a little bit. Yeah, they're really cool. Really cool guys and whatnot. And then, yeah, it just felt so chill. I think that's what I loved about this trip. Everything felt like planned, but not planned. And a lot of things we had never done before in Chicago. Like, we've been to Wrigley Field, but we've never done a tour no. of the place. We have gone for Deep Dish, but not this one place. We've never been to the art museum. And totally. Uh, the salt shed and all that kind of stuff. So we did, we never been to Mr. Beef, which was amazing. What to you, what was your favorite thing? What was your favorite experience during the trip? I, I mean, now found our records, what we bought. Okay. What would you buy? Uh, Lupe Fiasco, Wallows, Wallows, Wilco, Wil which will Wilco, uh, the one with the camel on top. Oh, Wilco, the album. Yeah. yeah. And then Ockerville River was the one I got. That's the wild card one. Yeah. Okay. Um, and Killer Mike. And Killer Mike. Oh my God, we did buy a lot. <laughs> yeah. But then after that, we went back to our Palmer Haunted House Hotel and had yeah. a drink in the lobby. Oh yeah, that's, <laughs> right. that's right. That's right. So that's where, yeah, we just ended up kicking it back down there. Yeah. Um, And again, like just another full amazing day. So what was your favorite part of Chicago? It's tough. Uh, I feel like it's, it's tough. So tough. It's so tough for multiple reasons. I think like. Yeah, that's an unfair that's question. That's an unfair question. I think just overall this trip was so much fun. Yeah. Um, because I was probably more skeptical. I was like, I don't really want to go back to Chicago. We've done it so many times. Mm -hmm. It feels like home in a different way. I'm like, I love a good new city adventure, but it like completely surpassed everything. Like all of it was so much fun mm -hmm. to me that I'm so glad we did it. hundred percent. Yeah. What about you? No, I mean, obviously I was going to say it's a tie between run the jewels concert and going to Mr. Beef, but then like. The wild card was Wrigley Field, which mm -hmm. is like, oh my God, this was way more fun than I thought. But that's basically Chicago. So what do you think? Should we just wrap this up? We got three episodes left. Yeah. The season finale is going to be your birthday party, which Woo! is the craziest, best, most fun weekend I think we've ever I had. I know. It was the musty event of the year. People yesterday at another party were like, damn, I wish <laughs> I came. So it's only right. Who do we make the band of the week? RTJ. Oh, not Wilco? Oops, Wilco. I think we're going to, yeah. <laughs> So I think it's we're gonna do via, via Chicago. Chicago, via Chicago, which is very fit, made famous by Wilco. It's also in the Bear, the Bear, and it is from their album Summer Teeth. So let's get into it. This is via Chicago by the legendary Chicago band Wilco. Yay, Jeff Tweedy. Always get in contact with our asses, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok.com slash live at 605. And then follow me on Twitter and Instagram. I'm at Malencamp. Check out me. It's Val Gomez 23. You can see all the amazing reels and backdrop galleries of this trip. So until next week, I'm your podcaster, John. I am Val. Be easy. Let's do it again next week. <laughs> Buried you alive in a fireworks display Raining down on me Your cold hot blood ran away from me to the sea
dry pages was all I tried to say But the wind blew me back via Chicago All without flight at the crush of bales and starlight John Mallon and Val Gomez 